Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Gargoyle Podcast. I'm Nathan, a.k.a. The Gargoyle, and tonight is night 16 of my 60 Days of Halloween coverage and night 2 of E.B. Tolbert's Fear of Decapitation Week. Uh, and once again, Eric is not able to join me for tonight's episode, which means that this is probably going to be a much shorter review than the episodes that he and I have been doing together. Alright, so tonight I'm going to be talking about Tim Burton's version of Sleepy Hollow from 1999. And just like all the other reviews that I've been doing for this month, I'm going to be going through the same five criteria of what information did I have prior to viewing the film, what did I think of it from a technical standpoint, what did I think of it from an emotional standpoint, how rewatchable is it, and who do I recommend the movie for. Alright, so, prior information. I don't remember exactly how old I was, but I do remember that the first time that I read Sleepy Hollow, I was, I don't know, probably somewhere around middle school, uh, and at the time I remember that the, the story was just so, just so creepy. I mean... It's a story about a headless horseman with a flaming jack-o'-lantern chasing someone down. I mean, how is that not super creepy? But even though I thought the story was super creepy, I've not read it in years, so I don't remember a whole lot of the details specifically about the story. But I do remember from the actual reading that it felt just like a just a very spooky ghost story. Like there, there was just a whole lot of atmosphere to it, and I remember it just feeling very, very dark. Now, the reason that I'm mentioning the book is because I do remember that the first time that I saw Sleepy Hollow, I was kind of disappointed in it. I, I just felt like what Tim Burton had done had strayed too far from the story that I remember loving. But, just like the text, it had been years since I had actually seen Sleepy Hollow, so I tried going into this viewing with a little bit more of an open mind, trying not to hold that against this film. And it probably helped that I don't actually remember a whole lot from the first time that I saw Sleepy Hollow. It was just kind of that general sense of, I feel like this strayed too far from the story. But anyways, on to the current viewing. So, from a technical standpoint. Uh, from a technical standpoint, I actually thought this movie was really, really well done. I mean, I love Tim Burton's movies, most of them. Um, and I just feel like this has a lot of that Tim Burton-esque darkness and macabreness, but without it getting into the sort of Tim Burton being a parody of himself type of film. From an acting standpoint, I feel like everyone did really well, which isn't a surprise with just the, the all-star cast that this movie has. I mean, oh my goodness, I had forgotten how many freaking good actors were in this movie. It's amazing. I, I, I love it. There's <laughs> so many good actors. From a special effects standpoint, there are a lot of practical effects, and watching some of the behind the scenes, you get to see some of how they actually had the heads spinning around uh, when the Headless Horseman would cut them off, which was pretty cool. And speaking of the Headless Horseman and cutting off heads, oh my god, I had forgotten just how many people were actually beheaded in this movie. Like, I kind of remember it being a pg 13 ish you know like some light violence kind of uh kind of horror movie nope this is absolutely an R r-rated horror movie uh within the first like three minutes uh, a couple of people get their heads cut off and it does not slow down from there so consistently through the movie headless horseman is exacting his revenge with well doing what the headless horseman does now from a story standpoint <sighs> did enjoy the story, but but there was still that sense of, I feel like it strayed a little bit too far from, from the original Washington Irving text. And I know that not every movie is supposed to be exactly like the book, and the original short story is only like 50 or 60 pages, and so turning that into a feature-length movie, of course there's stuff that has to be added, 
And I'm even okay with the fact that um, that some of the details about the characters were changed. So, like, for instance, Ichabod Crane, rather than being a school teacher in the book, he is a policeman who is using a lot of science and trying to do his 1800s detective work, which, you know, kind of still fits the, the academic side, I guess. But, again, even with that, I'm okay with the characters changing. And I'm okay with some of the other plot points that he added in kinda some of them I felt were just a little too contrived but whatever but my biggest issue with the story is that it just didn't really have the same feel so again I do remember from when I read the text as a kid that it was just an all-around spooky ghost story like it just gave you this this just overwhelming sense of there are ghosts and goblins and spooks and ghouls and just kind of it really put you into into that setting where ghosts and goblins and, and headless horsemen were real. But in the movie, there's not that same sense of just all around spookiness. It's more of the headless horseman is doing a very specific thing for a very specific reason. And it just kind of lost some of that gothic mystery that I loved so much about the book. Now, that's not to say, again, that I didn't enjoy the story. It just gave me a very different feeling. So, on to how I actually felt about the movie. For the most part, I really do genuinely love Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow. It is a really fun movie to watch, a lot of really cool practical effects, and just an all-around good, creepy ghost story horror movie. I enjoy it. Johnny Depp, I think, does a really good job. And, again, <laughs> way more beheadings than, than I actually remember. It's a really fun, good horror movie. I really enjoy it. With the caveat of I have to kind of break myself from, from that initial response of how I felt about the text as a kid. But unfortunately for me, that's kind of hard for me to do. No matter how much I enjoy watching Sleepy Hollow, there's always going to be that part of me that just kind of feels like something's a little bit off something is just kind of missing that it's not giving that same overwhelming sense of just ghost storyness it to me it just feels like it's lacking something it's still really good i still really enjoy it again the acting is amazing so many great actors in it and there's so many things about this movie that i do genuinely enjoy i, I just don't know if i'm ever going to be able to get to that point where i don't feel like something is just missing or a little bit off about the movie. So, with all that being said, how rewatchable is Sleepy Hollow? I actually feel like it is super rewatchable. Again, even though I do have that issue with feeling like something is missing or feeling like something's a little bit off or just kind of being a little frustrated because again, the the original book there's just so it's just so creepy and just it puts you into that setting and and it gives you the sense of like living the life of one of these characters, even though I feel like the movie is missing that, it is still a really good, really fun horror movie. And a great movie leading up to Halloween, especially for EB's fear of decapitation week. So, who do I recommend this movie for? If you enjoy Tim Burton movies, the darker stuff that he does, you are going to love Sleepy Hollow. If you enjoy the story of Sleepy Hollow, understand that... There are some changes, and it's not going to exactly have that same feel about it, but it is still a really good, really horrific uh, interpretation of that original story. 
if you enjoy ghost stories, if you enjoy gothic horror stories, then I really think that you're going to enjoy Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow. As long as you're okay with violence. Because again, there are a lot of people who are beheaded in this movie. Like, there is way more, uh, way more violence than what I remember. Now, it's not necessarily like over the top or like blood splurting everywhere. There are a few scenes where Johnny Depp is splurted with a lot of blood. Um, but it's not... I don't think that it's quite as violent as uh, Sweeney Todd. So if you're a fan of Sweeney Todd, then I definitely think that you would be a fan of uh, Sleepy Hollow as well. But this movie is almost 20 years old, so I do feel like a lot of people who would want to see this probably already have. Um, so some of my recommendation is people who originally saw Sleepy Hollow, like myself, and didn't think it was the best... I really recommend that you go back and give it another shot. It is a much better movie than what I remember it being. It's a lot of fun. It is Tim Burton before he kind of went to Tim Burton-esque. I know that might not make a whole lot of sense, except for the fact that I think it makes complete sense. Uh, so, so yeah, if you enjoy Tim Burton's work and if you like the sort of darker, gothic, more macabre stories, then definitely give Sleepy Hollow a shot. And again, most people have probably already seen it, but if you didn't enjoy it the first time, I really, really recommend going back and giving it another shot. The first time that I saw it, didn't really like it all that much. It had been years since I had seen it. Having just watched it, I kind of want to watch it again. Like, I really think that it is an amazing movie leading up to Halloween. So, that's my take on Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow. It strays a lot from the original story, but it is still a really fun, really enjoyable Halloween movie with a whole lot of violence. So, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to keep checking back for more of my coverage in 60 Days of Halloween, and be sure to check back tomorrow as I continue E.B. Tolbert's Fear of Decapitation Week with Evil Dead 2. And be sure to follow me on Facebook at The Gargoyle, on Instagram at The Gargoyle Podcast, on Twitter at The underscore Gargoyle, and on Letterboxd at The Gargoyle. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast catcher you use. But I'm on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Anchor.fm. Uh, and be sure to let me know what you think. If you're enjoying these episodes, let me know. Uh, let us know what your fear is. Let us know what movies you would include on a week devoted to your fear, along with what palate cleanser you would include at the end of the week. But until next time, that's been it for this episode of the Gargoyle Podcast. I'm Nathan, and as always, you can find me where geekery and horror abound.